Welcome to Day 8 of Redeemer City's 21 Days of Prayer. My name is Kent Alexander. I'm one of the elders here at the church, and I wanted to thank you for this opportunity to gather together and share your devotion time and prayer time with us here today. You know, if you're anything like me with all the news that's on the media today, it would be pretty easy to allow our anxiety with what's going on in the world today to, to turn to fear. But we are consoled today by the Word of God. The Word of God says, be anxious for nothing and in all things pray. And that's exactly what we intend to do, is to make our petitions known unto God this day and let His will be done in our lives and the world. You know, as I was reading through the Old Testament this past week, I'm reminded of Nehemiah. Now, I know Pastor Carl, he loves those Old Testament prophets, so I thought I'd bring it into our devotion time today. As we open the book of Nehemiah, we find Nehemiah is, in, in fact, been carried away as a captive. He has been placed in the servitude of the king of the Persian Empire. He is a cupbearer to the king. Now, a cupbearer was nothing more than a food taster. Now, you might be thinking, well, a food taster? Well, that's a pretty good job to have if you're going to have to be a slave. Well, you have to also remember that one of the stealthiest ways to do away with a king is to have him poisoned and then possibly have a new and better king come in. Nehemiah was aware of this, so with each morsel that passed his lips could possibly be the last morsel of his life. This made him anxious. This made him fearful. But then, to top it off, word. Word comes from home that the walls of Jerusalem have been torn down, that the gates have been burned. In essence, the city is wide open. Bandits, marauders are pillaging the city. The people are in disarray. The people are suffering, and, and this breaks Nehemiah's heart. And just as this coronavirus has broken the hearts of many in our community, it, drives, it drove Nehemiah to his knees, so this virus drives us to our knees. So share with me now some time with the Lord that we may make our petitions known to him and that our land would be healed. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, as we come to you today, we, we are indeed in awe of your wonder and grace. And Lord, we, we don't pretend to tell you anything that you don't know already. We recognize that all things happen for your good and that somehow you will receive glory out of what seems to be a difficult time for the rest of the world, particularly those around us in our country. Lord, we, we pray for those that are stricken with this illness. We pray for their families. We, we pray that you would comfort them and that you would heal them in this dire time of need. I, I pray for our healthcare workers. They're on the front lines of treating those that are, that are sick I pray that the, the Lord would, would protect them and, and that you would guide them and that you would strengthen them in this difficult time. I was thinking over last night, speaking with my wife, that there are so many in our church that are in the healthcare field, right on the front line, right there in harm's way. Lord, watch over them. 
and protect them. I, I pray for the elderly, those particularly vulnerable for this disease, for those maybe with a respiratory ailment already. I pray that this sickness would pass over them just as the angel of death passed over the children of Israel in the book of Exodus. And I pray that they would rely on others for help and allow them to help them. I pray for those that have lost work today. These are trying times, Lord, and uncertain times. Many are living paycheck to paycheck, and now that paycheck has, has been cut off, and, and they just don't know where to turn. I pray that you would provide through their families and communities, through their church, a way to survive. Lord, I pray for our national and local government leaders that they would have the wisdom to do what's best for all of us. Lord, they've got a tall order in front of them and a difficult and many difficult decisions to be made. No doubt, Lord, they'll make mistakes, but with your guidance, with your help, I know that we will prevail. Lord, I pray for our students that are, that are out of school, not only our students, but also their families. Um, this is a difficult time. I pray that, Lord, you would, you would give them the patience and the discipline that would be needed to continue their education, that this wouldn't be lost time, that this would be time that would be well spent with family and, and the students together. And finally, Lord, I, I pray for the churches and their ministry leaders, particularly our church for Pastor Carl and, and Pastor Mitch as they lead the church. I pray for the finances of the church. Lord, we, the church survives on the tithes and offerings of, of the members. And Lord, I, I pray that you would be able to provide for the church that the ministry would continue. I pray that our leaders, our church leaders would know what's best and how to shove, show the love of Christ for those around them at this difficult, difficult time. And finally, I, I'm, I'm just reminded of your word and, and what you said in the, in the book of John about how you'll leave us peace. You said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Let them not be afraid. Thank you, Lord, for this, this word of, of, of passion, of concern, this, this, this word of peace that comfort us in this time of need. Lord, thank you for how you provided for us in the past. We look forward to what you're going to do for us in the future. And we promise to give you the praise and the glory and the honor that only you deserve. This we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow and, and in our local gatherings, which we've been doing electronically. So please tune in and we'll see you again.